millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Good morning to all you wonderful listeners out there. We are back in my kitchen. We're back in the saddle and it's a fabulously cold, wintry, sunny day in London. And we are really excited to be having a lovely guest, a repeat guest. Yelda. Our first repeat. Wonderful Yelda. Yelda. So excited. Welcome Yelda. But I just need to very quickly pick up on something really hysterical. As you guys heard in our last podcast, Sophie's basically gone from zero to seventh gear in terms of her positivity and how wonderful life is going for her. And what's really hysterical this morning is that Sophie goes, welcome to a sunny day. And the funny thing is that it's, there's no sun. <laughs> The, 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 the sky is grey. I love the fact it's that you see the sunshine, honey. It's sunny it's in your sunny soul. It's sunny in my world. Yeah, yeah. well, there it's you sunny go. sunny in your heart. And, and she's chewing food as well. Sorry, Sorry guys. Hi, I'm Yalda. She gave me a cracker. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you so much for hosting me again. I really enjoyed the first podcast. And I'm so happy to be with you girls today again. Well, likewise, Yalda. And everything you do and everything you stand for is just so incredibly inspirational and we've also found that so many of our listeners just loved the whole subject around the paleo way of eating and and it brings us very much to something that we also find very that we find a lot of people are very interested in which is eating and emotions you know what really happens around food and the way that we feel and is it the way that we feel that makes us eat or is it what we eat that makes us feel you know I think a lot of people stand there thinking, where should I come from? Should I come from eating to feel good or feeling good to eat well? I think that's such a massive topic at the moment. You know, are we eating to keep our bodies in tip-top condition or are we eating to make ourselves happy? How do we sleep better? How do we work out to our best ability? Are we we eating to cope? I mean, I think a lot of you guys know out there when it's three or four o'clock, all of a sudden your body is screaming, Coffee, chocolate, sugar, help me. I need something to give me a little bit of an energy boost. that's what I get around half past 11 when I've been finishing off all my emails from the day. At half past 11, I sneak down to the fridge and I always have a square of dark chocolate before I go to bed. I can't help it. It's just like now built in my routine. But that's normal because when we wake up in the morning, we have naturally very high cortisol levels. And cortisol is the stress hormone, but it's also a good hormone that helps you go and get things. So you wake up in the morning, you have energy, you go and do things. And then a bit later, like mid-morning and then again mid-afternoon, naturally our cortisol levels and adrenaline levels drop. When we have coffee, chocolate, it picks it up. That's why we crave for those things. Mm -hmm. But the problem is when we reach for those things, it's a short peak and then we can crash again. So it's much better, for example, to have a green tea and an apple, a few nuts, and then it sustains your that energy levels longer. fun, Yalda. I'm just <laughs> not going to have fun with the green but tea. But Yalda, isn't there apple. something that's more fun than green tea and an apple for when you really want to be picked up? Because you, I, I tell you what one of my pick-me-ups is, and it's around that three or four o'clock. I, I know what you're feeling about the midnight piece thing too. I have that problem as well. But, you know, around three or four o'clock, I find that, I need something that's sweet. So what I tend to do is I tend to take a banana, two or three medjool dates, um, a big heaped tablespoon of cacao powder, a big tablespoon of raw honey and almond milk. And I blend it with some ice cubes and I find that so satisfying. Is that okay? That is 
Perfect. You know what? Yesterday, I had uh, lunch with a friend, then I had a dinner with other friends around 8 o'clock, 8.30, and I had tennis at 6 o'clock. A.M.? So, no, P.M. Oh, I was going to say. So I had lunch 12.30, then I was busy all day and didn't snack, and I arrived home to change into my tennis gear, and it was half five, and I could just feel... It's not that I was ravenous, I was slumped. I had no energy, I, was, I had a big low. So what I did is exactly what you do. I, I had a couple of dates. I had, I had some chopped nuts in my cupboards, which I use for cakes like we have here. So I had a few teaspoons of chopped nuts, a couple of, nut, uh, of dates. That wasn't so big that it would make my stomach feel heavy. But then I had a pickup in energy and I played decent tennis. And as I was playing tennis, I was just thinking, thank God I had that snack to tie me up till dinner. Because knowing me, knowing myself, I get low blood sugar. I get, if I get hungry, I, get, I go completely floppy. I wouldn't have been able to hit the ball. Mm. So a snack like that, mm. absolutely, it doesn't have to be green tea and apple. I agree with you. So I think there are a lot of people who sometimes get a little bit confused about the sugars, you know. And, and I find it quite confusing too, because, you know, one day fruit sugars are good, next day they're terrible. Um, you know, when you need that kind of pick-me-up, it's kind of whole foods we need to go for, right? It's kind of the dates if we want something sweet. It's the raw honey if we want something sweet. Maple syrup if we want something sweet. I, always, I actually keep a packet of nuts in my car, almonds, all the time. Because every time I feel that slump, I just have a handful of nuts. And actually, with a, with a nice... I keep water in my car as well. With water and nuts, I find that I can just get through, and it stops me. The one thing I try never to do, which actually I did yesterday, and I had two Kit Kats because I was so hungry. Um, <laughs> but, which is really oh, I bad. love I you so much. I don't normally do that, but I was, I've been so busy for breakfast. I ate a good breakfast, really healthy. Then I had nothing until I- What did you have for breakfast? I had a pot of honey. I, mean, I didn't have a pot of honey. I had a pot of yogurt. <laughs> I had a pot of yogurt with honey yogurt? and berries. It was at Browns. It was a lovely event for Iranian Forty Skincare um, launch. So it was avocado, lovely honey, yogurts, fruits. Really, really lovely. So I had a really lovely breakfast. Right. Then I was back to back all day until I picked the kids up. So I had nothing to eat, and I was literally to the point where I was hangry. Yeah, and I rather than wait, that's hungry and angry at the same time. Hangry. <laughs> oh, I love eyes. it. Hangry, yeah. hangry, and um, new word of the week: hangry. Hungry and angry. Hangry. <laughs> love it. Um, and I just, I was so hungry when I got the kids that I just, I had to have, you know, a Kit Kat. And it's just, it's what, it's that moment where you binge really quickly to satisfy a real need to eat. And had I had my nuts in the car, which I didn't have yesterday, or had I just stopped at some point and grabbed something for Pret-a-Manger or eat or somewhere a healthy little salad pot, I wouldn't have felt the need to just go for that binge. And then, of course, you're thinking, right, okay, that's great. I've worked out, I've run around, I've had healthy food, and now I've just completely messed up with a whole bunch of sugar. Funnily enough, Soph, I did the same yesterday. And I'd love to ask you, Yel, because I'll tell you what, I just, my body was screaming also for something. And I went for this new product that I found That's called hungry. Real Handful Chocolate wow, Orange apps. Chase for Fruit, Nuts and Seeds in a Protein Bar. I found these in Hobby Nichols the other day. And you know what? This one, which obviously has a lot of, a lot of dried fruits, it has nuts, but it does have a little bit of dark chocolate as well, was the most delicious thing and completely satisfied me. Amazing. So when it comes to sugar, I naturally have a very sweet mm -hmm. tooth. Yeah, I, like I have less of a sweet tooth since I changed my diet. So there is, again, it's all about moderation. So the less sweet things you eat, the less candida you feed in your gut, the less cravings you have because the cravings come from your gut. But at the same time, you don't want to go too extreme where you don't have any carbs because then you don't release serotonin, which is the happy hormone, and you become depressed. Okay. So there is that right amount. It's all about moderation. Yes, pick up a bar that's lower in sugar, but don't go for the Kit Kat. And to come back on what you said when you started the podcast about emotional eating, I just want to say something to everybody who feels guilty when they emotionally eat. When we're babies, 
The first source of comfort is milk. It's our mother's touch and it is milk. So it is completely ingrained in us that when we don't feel well, comfort comes from food. And now I'm bordering on another topic, but we'll come back on nutrition. All people with addictions have food eating disorders. So the first disorder comes with food. It, it's emotional because as babies, the relationship with food is completely emotional. There is nothing to be guilty about it. It is our human condition. We are emotionally, every single one of us, attached to food. But when it becomes unhealthy is when we use food to, as when we let... To fill a void. To fill a void and we let that instinct take over. So I eat emotionally when I'm stressed. Mm -hmm. I don't know anybody who doesn't. I mean, if they don't, amazing. They don't. But don't you find, because you're so conscious, Yelda, around food, don't you find that even when you do do your emotional eating, you will be far more inclined to go for the more healthy choices rather than... Or could we see you sitting in your bed with two gallons of haagen and a very big box of chocolates and melted chocolate on your cheek and in your forehead and all over your bed sheets because you've had to scoff it so quickly? <laughs> is that how we're going to see you? The problem when I do that is I get ulcers in my colon and the next day I go to the bathroom, I bleed. Okay, so my emotional eating will be with my paleo cakes. I have too much of it. And when I do, I always have the guilt. And when I have the guilt, I try and remember, I'm only a human. It's my condition. I just need to breathe, calm down. It's all right. Because otherwise, if you start feeling guilty, then you deprive yourself and you start doing this deprivation binging cycle, which can become completely extreme and become an eating disorder. Yeah. And so what... what if I, if, I, if I have a good time, like yesterday for lunch, I had fried calamari with my friend. Mm. I enjoyed it. Mm. That was not emotional eating. That was, I'm here in a great restaurant. It's this cold. Is what I feel like. That's what I feel like. I chewed it while I enjoyed every mouthful. Can I allow myself to indulge? I'm gonna, and that was very healthy. What's not healthy is when I'm not hungry and I'm having 10 times more nuts than I should be having. Yeah. Because I'm trying to pick myself up. When that happens, I just try and stay calm. And I think, okay, maybe I need to sleep more. And maybe I should find sources of pleasure in things that are not food. Yeah. Running a bath, lighting a candle, calling a girlfriend, baking, mm -hmm. doing... I mean, baking is free. <laughs> yeah. But I just picked up on something you said before, Yelda, which was breathe. Yeah. And... As I told you guys last week, my book recommendation of the week was Lessons by Giselle Bunchen. And what is completely extraordinary, she she's so open and honest. And I think it's really wonderful and brave to, to share, you know, your journey, especially if it's been painful, um, especially if it's been difficult. And she's obviously very much sharing because she wants to help other people. One of the things that I really picked up on was the fact that she had a lot of panic attacks. And I've in the last couple of months, um, experienced these myself. And it is so incredibly frightening. What do you have when you have a panic attack? Is mm -hmm. it a quickening of the heart? Is it a dizzy feeling? Or It's quickening it? of the heart. It's, it's intense anxiety. Mm -hmm. It makes me frightened of being inside my own body, yeah. to be honest with you. And it's absolutely horrific. And they, they tend to come when I'm really underslept. Mm. But what was amazing and what I read in Giselle's book was the fact that what really saved her from her panic attacks was learning to breathe. Mm. That was the first and most important thing. She learned the pranayama breath, which completely calms your entire nervous system. Then she combined that with cutting out all sugar, all processed foods, um, she was having a diet of cigarettes, red wine, and fried foods. All of this she cut out. Wow. She cut out all the sugars. She started doing pranayama, breathing, meditation, yoga, combined with whole foods diet that was not did not have any sugars. And she's never had a panic attack since. Yeah, and I think that is absolutely and, extraordinary and that, that you can eat yourself me. away from that. I agree. And that happens for me a lot with sleeping. So when I'm eating really clean and really healthily and I'm working out and I'm things are going well, generally, I sleep like a log. 
if one of those scales slightly tips, my sleeping's definitely affected. I, I, I use tools to get it back into the swing of sleeping again, and the best one is just to literally get into your bed and switch everything off in a dark room and just breathe, Amazing. honestly. I, that's what I, I, you know, I used to do the whole run a bath, blah, 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 but sometimes by the time you get into bed, it's so late to do all of that. It's just a question of, I need to sleep, but I need to sleep now. Can you share what kind of breathing you do? Just deep breathing. Just think, just coming out of doing your crazy, I've got to write a to-do list, I've got to do an I've email. Got, just got, um, pausing. Just hit the pause button. But you don't do just, any counting when you I, breathe. I never do any of that. And to be honest, I take a moment in each day to breathe. And I always That's do this amazing. with my voice as well. It could be a breath where we actually just stop for a minute and think, what do we want to do now? What do we want to do now? And actually, the other day, Harry said to me, um, I feel a bit cold, I feel a bit tired, mummy, I feel like a hug. And I was like, okay, let's do all of those things. Let's just stop for a minute. And, he, and I said, and then what should we do You know, after that? Should we go and run a bath? Should we get into bed? And he goes, no, I'd just really like to make a hot chocolate with you. Aww. So we just stopped for a moment. That's so nice. And when we started making a hot chocolate, and it was just, the hot chocolate was part of the breath. Mm. You know, the watching the milk That's boil. That's amazing. The, the, yeah. the doing something with your children. It's just taking a step back from everything that's going on around you and thinking, do you know what, I'm okay. Yeah. This is yeah. this is all crazy. I've overcommitted myself. I've got too much to do. Not enough hours in the day. I know I'm not going to sleep well because I've got so much on my mind. But just allowing yourself to pause and do whatever it is just to take a sidestep for a minute and just completely break your path of doing something. It's actually really beneficial. I um, I went to this uh, health place in Thailand a few years ago after I was going uh, through a difficult time in my personal life, and I was extremely stressed out. And uh, I went to see the naturopath, which is a Chinese medicine doctor. And he had his computer, and he put some electrodes on my fingers. And he said, oh, I'm just going to check your breathing. And he had a... Um, uh, a graph showing my breathing. My breathing, even, even in a spa retreat in Thailand, was extremely shallow. Shallow breathing is when you're stressed. And he showed me the markers and he said, this leads to depression, cancer. Really? You know, because it just inflames you. It's mm. part of inflammation. And I said to him, he said, and he showed me on the graph a perfect breath. And I said, oh my God, how do I get to that? He said, it's very simple. Do you have a watch? I had my watch. He goes, okay, look at the, what's the name of this thing for the seconds? The, the long one. Hand. The small, the hand. The, the long hand. The long hand. He said, look at oh, it. Yes. Sorry. I just want time, you, time, he said, I want you for two minutes. <laughs> I want you for two minutes to breathe in for five seconds. Look at your watch, breathe out five seconds without forcing the breath. Don't even bring, breathe deeply. He said this, you can do in the tube, in your car, in mm -hmm. a meeting, anywhere, doing, do it three times a day. I did it for two minutes. The graph went from red to all green. Mm. Isn't that extraordinary? It changes, like Giselle said in her yeah. book, and you just mentioned, yeah. it transforms the hormones in your body. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's such a huge part mm -hmm. of wellness. And you know, it's interesting you say that, Yelda, because I do find that when I have these, luckily it's not too often, but when I do experience having a panic attack, I do the breathing where, first of all, I breathe in for four, I hold for seven, I breathe out for eight. I do the this round four times. Then the next one I do is a pranayama yes. breath where you hold your ring finger and your thumb on both your nostrils. You let go of your ring finger breathe in four, then you close that nostril, then you let the thumb go and breathe out of the right. You, it's, all, it's called alternate nostril breathing. And apparently what is really good about this is the fact that you, you open and close for both sides of your brain, which is also extremely calming for the nervous system. Um, and these things actually create miracles. And I feel through that breathing, I feel my anxiety being at red level, and I feel I can go, basically, we put that at a scale of 10, 10 being red. I feel I, through that breathing, can bring it down to five. Amazing. Which to me is remarkable. What I then do is I then use Dr. Bach's emergency spray, which are these incredible flowers. You can give it to babies, you can give it to dogs. And 
I'm extremely sensitive. I'm the kind of person that, you know, when I had surgery earlier this year, morphine, codeine, these chemicals, I had such an allergic reaction. My body can't do chemicals. However, everything natural, I mean, these flowers, if you put me on a, on an antidepressant, I, I don't think it would work for my body. I think my body would, it wouldn't know how to process it. However, if you use natural flowers Mm. and herbs, that has an incredible impact. I'm sure. And I think it's, again, what I want to link it to is the sensitivity to foods. Mm -hmm. You know, everything that's natural is the easiest for the body to process and absorb and and, and get the goodness out of. Yeah. I mean, a a classic example is on, on Monday, I cooked myself scrambled eggs and had an avocado for breakfast. Mm. Very clean, very delicious, filled me up, did the best workout, had an amazing meeting, got a new client, went home, put together a presentation, went straight to the kids, had a handful of nuts, cooked them supper. And, and, and lots of people always ask me, what do you have when you're uh, eating with your children? Because we never see you eat when you're filming the children on Instagram. Yeah, me too. And, I eat the leftovers. Um, well, I, I always <laughs> let them have the, the lion's share. And then I will have whatever's left, but without the wrap, the heater. Oh, so... Are you really, serious? And then I'll yeah, eat again later. Oh, you but, feed your children. I, but oh, I always, you love my heart. Well, darling, because I, I know how hungry they are. And I'm yes. not that hungry. My kids eat early. They eat at 5.30 because they're tired. And by the time... And you don't have dinner with them at 5.30? I have. So I have what they don't want. Okay. They have the pasta and the bolognese sauce. And I'll have the bolognese sauce and the vegetables. Okay. And then if I get hungry again later, then I'll have another healthy snack. So like an avocado or uh, even Amazing. more chicken or whatever it is I feel like. I always, always have a p- packet of smoked mackerel in the fridge. Mm, that's my that's snack That's so good food. for you. It's I full of omega-3. With with very spicy horseradish. It's my absolute favourite thing in the world. So <coughs> I often find that I've had enough with the children, or if I haven't, they've eaten the whole thing, which is quite unlikely with space for days. But if I've cooked something like chicken fajitas, we had chicken fajitas last night, and I did homemade guacamole and homemade mm, salsa lovely. and some sour cream. And the boys had the fajita wraps with all the things in them and delicious. They made them themselves, which they love doing. And I had the chicken with the guacamole and the salsa. Delicious. And, that was, and I made enough, I didn't have to eat again. And then I went out for a meeting. So it's just, you know, it depends what we're cooking, but I always tend to have a little bit of what they're having so that we can have a discussion, on, you know, around the food and talk and share and eat together, which I think is really important. But Amazing. yeah, so my point was on a day where I'm eating really, really well and I'm not having any cheats, I have the most productive day. I feel a huge sense of achievement when I go to bed and I sleep like a log amazing and a day where I might have a binge Kit Kat because I haven't had time to eat all day I will be in a slightly more of a panic mode thinking oh my gosh I've got so much to do um and it's because I'm stressed because I haven't sure. eaten sure and it's all to do with that consistency and that keeping your body going and eating little and often and drinking enough water and just remaining in a calm frame of mind I think I spoke to you that day yeah and I said oh my gosh yeah I can't even think I, I've got so much I've got to do yeah I'll deal with it tomorrow. I've got to first of all do A, B, C, and D before I go to bed. And that was at 10.30 at night. Yeah, you were and stressed. And you were like, just go to sleep, So You know, we need to remember that our bodies react to chemicals. Mm. So, for example, people with, you know, depression, or it's a chemical imbalance. Mm-hmm. And we can help balance our chemicals with the right foods, the right amount of sleep, so my eldest son sometimes gets anxiety in the evenings. Oh, how old is he, Elder? He's 10. I mean, it's not bad, but it is, he's like me. It is in the evenings. When, he's, when, when he lacks of sleep, I know exactly where it comes from. When he lacks of sleep, he starts focusing on the problems. Yeah, which we all and, do. Which we all do. And mm. I'm exactly the same. And I always, I try and teach him as a mom, I try and give him tools for life. And I say to him, I said, my darling, look, it's seven o'clock. Today you went to school, you played rugby, you had an exhausting day, you have little bags under your eyes. There is no problem that cannot wait for tomorrow morning. Mm. And he tries to talk to me about it. I said, I love you and I will listen to it all. But tomorrow morning when I wake you up, right now, you need to be kind to your body Mm. and give it the bath it needs, putting your pajamas on. I'll make you, you know, a little hot chocolate, Mm -hmm. something to relax you. I'll Mm -hmm. give you a massage. 
You can listen oh, to. Wow. I'm coming to uh, Yeah, me too. <laughs> this is like amazing. Stories on my phone from this application <laughs> called Calm. I'm like, I'll, I'll put a sleep story. I'll give you a massage. I said, I will tuck you into bed, but you, I'm your mom, and I do what's best for you, and I need you to be kind to your body and do what's best for you. Mm. Right now, it's got nothing to do with any problem that's happened at mm. school today. It's just that your body is screaming for sleep and you've mm. got to be kind to it and give it to it. Mm. And he, of course, he's a child. He resists. But now, because I've been banging on about this for years, my youngest understands. He just goes, I'm tired and goes to bed. Wow. <laughs> How, How old is your youngest? Eight. That's his personality. He goes, mm. I'm done. I'm tired, mom. Tuck me in. Five minutes later, he's fast asleep. My wow. youngest. Do any of your children do that? Mine don't. I have mm. to beg them to sleep for yes. about 40 minutes. But Mine neither. personalities, you know. And, yeah. and Will will fight it and fight it. And now he understands when I say to him, please, I'm kind to your body. And I need you to be kind to your body. And listen. And as adults, we need to remember that there are mm. days where... There's no point in fighting with ourselves. There's no point in going through guilt. There's no point in creating damage. Mm. All we need to do is rest. And stop. Yeah. And stop. Exactly. Now, I, I did this with Harry that night. I gave him his first candlelit bath, which he absolutely loved. Oh, sweet. <laughs> he was like, can I do this every night? And I was so like, sweet. Mm. <laughs> Let's see if we can so, build it into our routine. <laughs> so for emotional eating, I just uh, would like to explain what happens from a chemical point of view when we eat why, when we want to eat, why comfort foods are like sweet things, carb-loaded foods. Why, when we have this emotional need mm. to eat, it's often carbs. It's because when we eat carbs, insulin gets released from our pancreas. So when we eat carbs, blood sugar levels go up. Mm -hmm. When the blood sugar levels go up, the pancreas releases insulin to bring it back down. Mm -hmm. In the presence of insulin, we produce serotonin. Serotonin is the happy hormone. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's why people on very low carbs who never, never eat any carbs are a bit grumpy. Mm. <laughs> How also, interesting. I also have really interesting breath. Yes. People who eat very high protein yes. diets have yes. interesting breath. Yes. It's because of the ketones in the, in the body. Yada, can you tell everyone what you think are the best carbs to eat? Okay, so that was the next thing I was going to say. So when you release serotonin, you're happier. That's why. But you don't need to go for for a Kit Kat. As you said, Caroline, a banana will do the trick and it's good for you. It's full of potassium. Um, you know, it, it has many health benefits. It's alkaline. Um, when, so Is a banana what, alkaline? Yeah, because it's a veg. I thought bananas were very acidic the moment they came into the body. Do Are they? I was always told that, and this made no sense to me, that lemon and lime on the outside are acidic, but as soon as they come into the body, they become alkaline. And as I understood it, a banana is alkaline in its raw state, but as soon as it comes into your body, it turns acidic. I may be wrong. Please tell me I'm wrong. So their pH is 5.6. Hold on. I mean, I think I think the point we're making here is that rather than have a Kit Kat in your car waiting for it to be eaten, have something, have a healthy option, have some fruit, have some nuts, have a cracker. You know what's really interesting, Sophie? Mm. Did you know that maple syrup is alkaline? No, but I, I don't like maple syrup very much. Do you? I prefer Oh, honey. I love maple syrup. I'm, I I'm love maple girl. syrup. So, so to come back on the question about which carbs to have... Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and get a unique WordPress website or store right away. From there, you can customize your design, colors, and content. And Bluehost automatically helps you get found in search engines like Google and Bing. From step-by-step -step guidance to suggested plugins, Bluehost makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Go to Bluehost.com Wondersuite. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. 
absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself and for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Want flexibility? Take yoga. Want flexibility with your health insurance? Check out United Healthcare Insurance Plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly medical, dental, and vision coverage that may be right for you. More at uh1.com. Oh, so what do we find out about banana? Yeah, so it's... It is slightly acidic, you're right, in its form, but apparently it helps people with acid reflux. Mm -hmm. There are studies on that. Um, So to come back on the... It's also a really, really good thing to eat before you go to church, if you have a really long church service. So, for example, at Christmas, we were always told to um, have a banana before we went to church for the Christmas service because we knew we were going to be in church for an hour and a half. And it helps you not need to go to the loo. Oh, really? So funny. Isn't that hilarious? It's amazing. I yeah. might try that for yeah. a long journey with the boys. Yeah, or church. Or church. <laughs> so or church. in the Eat, Burn, Sleep ethos, I always talk about having good carbs in the evening. Mm-hmm. Because, as I was saying, you know how you crave sweets in the evening? Because when you release serotonin, then your brain, serotonin and the happy hormone, then your brain releases melatonin which is the sleep hormone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So to sleep well, it is wonderful to have carbs in the evening. Yeah. But you don't want to spike your blood sugar levels to then store fat. You want to have good carbs at a slow release. So I make my good carb soup, which is on my website. So many people do it. The sweet, sweet potato? Po- sweet potato, butternut squash. Mm. All these things are so good for you. Yeah. Quinoa. It's good carbs. And that will make you sleep so well. And it's so comforting. Also, a soup is cooked. So it's easier to process. You'll sleep better than if you eat a salad because the better to keep raw food for lunch if you can. And uh, yeah, that's what I would suggest you have. And tell me, why is this? Because I was talking to a girlfriend of mine who just came back from uh, the Viva Maya Health Spa in Austria. And she was saying that she never, ever, ever eats any kind of raw food in the evening anymore because it's really terrible for the gut. So, you know, she has started with steamed vegetables and then she had... Uh, fish and more steamed vegetables and I'm just intrigued to understand why having a salad in the evening or raw fish in the evening is not great because I don't quite understand okay so when you have raw foods the upside of having raw foods is enzyme production it kicks in digestive enzyme production and you get more vitamins because sometimes the cooking process can destroy some of the nutrients and that's why it is nice to start a meal with a salad. It makes you, you know, it makes you produce more enzymes and then digest your meal better. However, raw foods are harder to break down because the cooking process breaks down the foods for you. It's a first step of breaking the foods down. So does that mean that your body has to work so much harder, which then means that it makes it difficult to sleep because your body is working hard? That's absolutely correct. So it's not that it's really bad for you. It's just that you won't get as good a sleep with it. As with, so if you have a choice, it's better to keep your raw foods for easier, earlier during the day. Mm-hmm. So when it's time for your body to rest, to regenerate all the cells. It makes sense, yeah. doesn't it? It does make sense. That in this moment reminds me of a great recipe my father used to do, which was gem salads, taking a whole gem salad and putting it into very, very furiously boiling salted water mm. for a minute to blanch it, mm. taking it out and draining it. And then he made the most incredible vinaigrette with a little bit of blue cheese mm. and very finely chopped smoked bacon on top. Scrum. So you can kind of have your salad. Yeah. I am so going to do that, except I can't have the blue cheese. I'm going to put shallots. Or garlic, which I love in the dressing. Oh gosh, Maybe some walnuts and avocado in that salad. Can I ask you another one? Sorry, why can't you eat cheese? I'm extremely intolerant to dairy. As I was saying, it kicks in my... my. So what then about non-dairy? Non-dairy cheese? So, you, you know, I, I, do, I do have vegan cheese occasionally, but it's so processed. It's drunk. What about sheep cheese? Any Any milk. Really? Okay. And, and, um, and vegan cheese. cheese as well? No, I can't, oh, unfortunately. Um, yeah, I mean, vegan cheese, I'm not against it, but it is not a natural thing. 
mm. it's processed. See, I'm so it's all good about, to remember if, that. If you can eat dairy, I'm all about having the full fat milk, the full yes. fat cheese, the and the raw, the raw cheese with yeah. all the good probiotics and all these things. That's I, the, I never buy reduced fat anything. You're absolutely because I think it's just been too processed, too put through the mill and whatever else is added to it and they remove fats but there is more sugar in it if you look at the content there's a lot of lactose lactose is milk sugar yeah can you give us some just on the sugar side Mm -hmm. um i know that you've been doing a plan for people that's reducing the sugar what are your alternatives for the day to having sugary snacks what would you suggest have you got three top tips so um Yes, I so people on the on the plan they're not allowed any just to wean them off. Mm-hmm. But then, of course, fruit dates, but everything in moderation again. Mm-hmm. It's all about common sense. Mm-hmm. Don't have twenty dates. Have two, mm-hmm. three. Uh, don't have five bananas. Have one. Mm-hmm. And that that's what. Or, or if you crave a cake, make a nice paleo cake like mm-hmm. the one we're eating right now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> which is absolutely delicious. Thank you for that. We're having this wonderful vanilla sponge with chopped hazelnuts on top. It is to die for. Can they find the recipe on your blog, Yadla? Yes. www.eatburnsleep.com Amazing. So I have this question because there was a lot of myth at one stage about dried fruits. And a lot of people said, oh, they're a great alternative to you tucking up in bed with a big bag of Haribo. You know, dried mango, raisins whatever it might be but then i've heard that they're just as bad that they are actually equally as bad as a bag of haribo really well they because they're dried they're smaller because there's no water in them so you tend to eat more so the Mm. sugar concentration is higher you end up spiking your blood sugar level so if you're gonna have so my advice is what's what's the best dried fruit to have so what i what i like doing is always to lower the gi the glycemic index of your food, you want to mix sugar with fat. It brings it down. Mm-hmm. That's why if you have pudding at the beginning of a meal, you spike your blood sugar levels. If you have pudding at the end of the meal, that's why dessert is at mm-hmm. the end, it doesn't spike it so much, doesn't damage your pancreas, so you don't store as much fat because you don't have as much sugar in your blood. Actually, while I remember, I had lunch with somebody who came back from the Maya Clinic and said, if you want to have your fruit, you've got to have it before your main course so never have fruit for pudding because fruit sits on top of your food before you process it and ferments and releases it does. gases and it does fruit does. fruit does but my point about when you eat something very sweet for example if you're gonna have some raisins it is better to have a few almonds with it that reduces the mm. glycemic index so for example when i have dark chocolate which i love i'll always have one or two walnuts with it yeah good idea and, and it tastes amazing. Very good. How idea. fascinating. And actually preparing food so, is really handy. I always find, I didn't do this on Monday, but if I had had time the night before to just prepare yourself a little mini lunchbox to take around with mm. you for the day, it's actually a really fantastic thing to just keep in the car or, or in your handbag or whatever. Just, you know, some nuts, bit of, I don't know, fruit, bit of protein, bit of fish, bit of chicken, whatever it is. Put them in the little compartmentalized sections and a bit of cucumber. And that's kind of, you can eat that throughout yeah. the day and not actually need to stop if you're super busy. But I love, Yalda, what you just said about the chocolate with the nuts, because I think that, that um, a lot of people out there will go and reach for a chocolate bar. If they do have to reach for a chocolate bar, you would suggest them to eat the highest uh, level of cacao. So the most dark chocolate combined with nuts. Yeah. Mm. Yes. Amazing. Because uh, dark chocolate is full of antioxidants, it's full of iron, there's magnesium, it fights fatigue. It's not bad for so you dark chocolate. So it's not chocolate. so bad to eat that no, at night then? not at all. But better, if I have, because I'm so sensitive, I mean, my body with everything that has been going through, like every time I have something, I know exactly the effect. Um, when I have, so for example, when I'm on the go, sometimes I really want to grab a coffee and some chocolate. Mm. What I do is I'll stop and I'll get some high quality almond covered um, dark chocolate with almonds, mm-hmm. which is dairy free. Mm-hmm. I'll have a delicious Americano. I'll sit down. I'll really enjoy it. And I find that when there are almonds in that chocolate rather than just dark chocolate, 
I don't. Oh, thank you. She's giving me some almonds with dark chocolate nap. Thank you. I don't feel as this, jittery as mm -hmm. when there are no almonds. Mm -hmm. These are mm. to die for. Oh my God, I'm going to grab a coffee. <laughs> These are to die for. Can I make you a coffee, Elder? Yes, please. <laughs> Black Americano. Yes, please. Um, but that, mm, I can't speak now because I've got an almond. We in can't my speak. <laughs> but that's really interesting. Do you have so, decaf by any chance? Combining the chocolate with um, um combining the chocolate with something that's going to bring down the glycemic index. It's going to really help you digest and process and turn that to sugar, mm -hmm. right? And then you don't swipe as high. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let me just go back to the fact that Yalda has just right now allowed herself to have chocolate and an Americano. <laughs> Thanks which, to which, you. No, but I think this is really good because I think, you know, allowing yourself to have what you feel like can also stop you binging at other times. Oh my God, yeah, that is true. such a good yeah. point. Also, 60% of your neurotransmitters are in your gut, which means that there is a very strong mind-gut connection. Mm -hmm. That's why so many people with depression get better and in anti-inflammatory diets. But also, if you're happier and your brain is happier, your body is better. Mm -hmm. So it is important to allow yourself those little treats to stay well. Yeah, it's I all agree. about balance. I, it's also about your mindset. I think when you're feeling good, you're sleeping, you're working out, things are going well in your life, you actually view eating slightly differently than it being a crutch in your life. And I think when you're in that mindset, you kind of think, what am I putting in my body? What am I going to perform on the best? What's going to make me feel the most stable, high energy, uh, you know, firing on all cylinders? And, and really, you, you, you consider everything you're eating. Whereas if you're a little stressed out, maybe a little sad, maybe a little underslept, you're going through something, you just crave that unhealthy fish and chips or yeah. pizza on the sofa and yes. a movie or a, a, an Indian takeaway because you've got a hangover. You it's know, so it's, it's, it's when you're Indian when Indian, Indian, Indian takeover and a hangover, it's literally like going to heaven and back. <laughs> <laughs> it's the best thing in the whole world. But it doesn't make you feel good afterwards. You go to bed thinking you're about to explode. And then you sleep so badly. And then you sleep, but then you wake up seriously thirsty. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the thing about the sleep. I'm bloated. Um, Sophie, it's amazing how you understand your body so well. I mm. find it amazing. And recently I've been having trouble sleeping. Mm. And I was wondering, why am I struggling to sleep? I, I fall asleep, but then I wake up. You're obviously not switching off when you're falling asleep. It's because I have been having dinners, invited for dinners. For example, last night I was invited like, to an amazing, lovely dinner. And my host cooked all the things I could eat, but mm. I ate them too late. Yeah. So you see, I and think that's I a massive well. part. I, yes. I eat super early with my boys. And then if I need to, I'll have a snack later. Mm -hmm. And my snack could be anything from mackerel to hummus with some quinoa crackers, which are my favourite thing in the whole world. Um, and I and I just snack, you know, if I need it. But I try not to go to bed feeling really full and bloated because I don't sleep well. And also alcohol is a big part of it. If I've had a few glasses of wine, yeah, they've been out for dinner, then I sleep so badly. I have and, the same issue. You um, have two glasses of wine. And that's why I never drink at home on my own. Because I don't, you know, sometimes I think, I used to do it. I don't do it because I'm boring, but... Well, <laughs> I, I used to do it quite a lot. I used to think, oh, the kids are in bed now, I can relax and unwind and have a glass of wine. But then I slowly discovered that that actually made me feel really rubbish in the mm -hmm. morning. And actually, if I had a nice herbal tea before bed, it made me feel really good when I woke up. So I just cut it and actually I'm so happy I did because I sleep so much better as a, as a result but it's funny how you know in those moments of need we just turn to a pizza or a Indian takeaway or a Chinese takeaway whatever it is and actually you do realize that it is really attached to your emotions whether you're tired or you're stressed yeah. or you just want to overindulge yourself but I have an amazing tip for people which yes. I have discovered in the last six months and has really been quite life-changing is my amazing lymphatic drainage expert, Flavia, from Brazil. And she comes to your house. It's an hour session. And I'm just about to go and see her after this, actually. 
she basically drains all of the toxics and all of the excess fluid from your body, which you pass out naturally. It can be excruciating if you've got blockages. Last week, the day before she came, I cooked chili con carne for the children. And when she was working on my stomach, I literally thought I, I couldn't cope with it. It was so painful. I was so bloated. And she said, I've got to work out. There's a blockage. I've got to work it out. I've got to work it out. And after she left, I felt so much better. You have to drink so much water afterwards. But it basically flushes you out of all your toxins. And she'll do a test on you where once she's done one leg, she'll then ask you to lift your leg up. And it feels like air. And then she'll ask you to lift the other one and you can't even lift it. It's so heavy. No way. Can I have her details, please? Yeah, she is really, really brilliant. And I've tried so many different things, but it's the one thing that I I treat myself to every couple of weeks. It's just a complete drain of the lymph nodes and a complete reset and a belly, you know, a gut clean, pushing everything out. What's the price of that treatment? I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> okay. I doubt for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I met Flavia okay. when she just moved here from Brazil. Okay. okay. I'm going to try so, that. Um, I worked with her for a long time. So she's lovely, lovely, lovely. And she treats me to uh, a lovely indulgence session once every couple of weeks. Um, but I think it's around £80, pounds, I imagine, for an hour. And it is so worth every penny. Yeah. And if you're not in the UK, I would really recommend going to find somebody who specializes in this. You know, the funny thing is, is that if we don't do these things that are good for us now and again, um, the negative emotional consequences of living a life catches up with us. And that's when we instead, whoops-a-daisy, drink a bottle of wine too much or Mm. whoops-a-daisy, eat two burgers instead. You know, I, I think it's so important to have the mindset where you think about Everything you do is an investment into yourself. Everything you can do to protect and look after yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you can't look after yourself... You can't look after anyone else. You can't look after anyone else. And staying on that even keel, you know, treating yourself to things that you know are going to have an impact in your life, like the lymphatic drainage, like the exercise, like the going out for a walk in the fresh air, like taking a breath, like stopping and pressing that pause button... Just do it sometimes because it's all about keeping on that even keel and not being tipped over too far either way. And it really ties up into the emotional eating we're talking about because sometimes when we don't do nice things for ourselves, it's because we feel guilty. Mm-hmm. And you know that, I don't know about you guys, but I have, I'm someone who has a very strong sense of duty. And I always want to be the good girl, and I've, mm. I've always been on my never life. Never let people down. Never let me. people down. Yeah. Study, uh, work hard, be there for the kids. Da 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 da. Always others, others, others. And I have realized now. I make a conscious effort. I'm like Yelda. If you want to be a good mom, mm. you need to do this for yourself now without feeling guilty. Mm-hmm. You need to spend that little extra money on you now without feeling guilty because the benefits you will get from it are amazing for your whole family and friends. Yeah. So So I've got a a question here for you guys because we're sitting here three single moms and around the point of being good to yourself and doing good things for yourself, I think it's really healthy to sometimes go out for dinner with friends and I find that, and I, you know, I might go out once or twice a week, but I find that the way my little one reacts he gets so upset. Mine too. And he's Mine literally, too. but literally to the point that he was like, well, if you're going to go out for dinner, then when you're home, I'm going to go out for dinner too. Or I'm not going to have dinner with you. You know, it, it, yeah. it's, it, he gets really upset and he wants to punish as a result. And I just was thinking, how, what is the best, like, what, what do you guys do? So what I, I do, sneak out. <laughs> okay, what I do is, um, sorry, did I interrupt you? No, no, go for I it. Have, I have been always super clear about this with my kids. I'm like, listen, now is grown-up time. We don't need as much sleep as you do. You produce human, human growth hormone during your sleep. My kids are so sick of hearing me. Oh, I love that. I said, you need to grow, and I need some mummy time now. Now that I'm di- divorced, I rarely go out when I have the kids. But when I do, I say that to them. I said, okay, now is grown-up time. 
you go to bed, and what I try and do as well is go out after they go to bed. Yeah, so oh, of course, of so, course. So, so, I, so I, this I is my in. biggest struggle on that note, and and I'm and always in so much trouble with people because everybody always wants to go for dinner at seven thirty, mm. and I always say to everybody, "You can go for dinner at seven thirty, but I won't be there until eight thirty because my kids don't sleep until eight. But do that you say if you me, tell them that you're going out for dinner, or you or you don't? I don't tell Finn because Finn gets very over emotional. Finn has a real fear of being left I yeah think, it's like nicholas divorce. it's like nicholas and, and the thing so, is i have nicholas seven days a week yeah 365 right. days a so, year so you don't ever have that so i have my lovely ex-husband alex i'm so happy to use that description of my ex-husband <laughs> um we are very good friends and when he has the boys that's really my time yeah. to go out and i try not to go out when they're with me which makes but sense of course it happens sometimes yeah and last night I had to go to the Lanesborough Hotel to go to an event yeah. because I'm doing an event there next week, and they said we want to see how we want you to see how it all runs. So I explained to Harry and Finn at supper time that Mummy had to leave for one hour at eight till nine, and I had to go and I, I explained the reasons why, and I was really surprised at their reaction. They said I said to them it's very important for Mummy to do this. Mummy needs to pay our bills. Mummy needs to buy us nice things and put food on the table. And this is part of mommy's job. So you have to allow mommy to do the things that I have to do. Now, I wish I didn't have to do this during the evening. Yep. I wish I could have done it during the day. Yep. But I can't. So I have to do it now. Yep. And they both went to sleep. It was the first time Oh, ever. wow. I love it. If I'm going out for dinner, they don't like it. Because I, I don't know what it is. They just think maybe I'll not come home. Yeah. Or maybe um, they might wake up and I'm not back yet. Or, which has happened a couple of times. You know, I went to go and see Michael McIntyre with a really good friend of mine at the O2. And just as I left the O2, I texted my pair and I said, all quiet at home. He said, yeah, all fine. Ten minutes later, Finn's violently projectile vomiting. And I can see the line of traffic and I'm panicking in the back of my Uber thinking, I know I'm not going to get home for an hour and a half. And he's throwing up. What do I do? Mm. I actually had to call my ex-husband and say... I know it's 11 o'clock at night, you're probably asleep, but Finn's being violently sick and I need you to get there now because as much as the children are happy to hang out with their own pair, it's not like having a parent there. Yeah. And that's where these little things build up. And he stepped up to the game. And he came. That is incredible. Yes, he would not have done that had we been married probably, but now we're not married. <laughs> that's he amazing. He is a, a wonderful daddy to them and he misses them hugely and they miss him. So I think as you're saying, it's all these factors with us being a single parent. It's insecurity, it's vulnerability, and and I never want to make my children feel like they're being ab abandoned. Mm -hmm. So I'm always, as everybody will tell you in this room, I'm always flipping late. <laughs> I never make the, the, it before there is something, there is something that I find very useful with my kids, and that's exactly what you just described now. I find that when I explain things properly to the kids, they feel needed. Mm. When I say, okay, I'm going out for dinner tonight, and I'm going to see, let's say, Caroline, who's visiting from Dubai, mm. and I haven't seen her, and tomorrow night... I'd, I can't go and I don't want to go. I want to be with you. So there is one night where I should go. It's going to be tonight. We're going to go for dinner at this place. There's going to be Sophie, whom you know as well. Mm -hmm. And when I explain yes, and I, I tell them say. the setting, they go, mm -hmm. okay, mama, have yeah. a good time. Bye. And, 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 it's, and, and actually, that, as you say, if you're going to meet somebody they know, which is generally what yeah. we're going to do, if I say I'm going to meet Caroline or Yalda or whoever it is, then they're actually quite excited. Mm -hmm. <laughs> they're like, oh, say hello. Yeah. And, they, and they like to... What I notice with mine is when I explain, they're just human beings. Mm. They want to understand. So there's and I think that comes with age as well. Yeah, so of course, because when they're too small, one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Then, then the younger one will follow the elder one's example. Yes. So I normally, if Finn's being a bit wobbly, I will let Finn fall asleep and then I'll tell Harry. And I'll say to Harry, fine. please look after Finn. And if he gets sad and wakes up, tell him mummy will be coming home. And, and I kind of trust Harry that he'll do that. So I, I then give him a responsibility, but you obviously don't have that because your other two are at school. So it is, I can imagine it's really hard for you um, to deal with because it makes you feel awful as well. Yeah, well, it does. Of, of course it does. Of course it does. And I'm wondering, you know, is it better just to not, eat, not mention it, but, you know, do normal routine, have dinner together, have a bath together? Maybe try it that way. 
put him to bed and then not say anything because he really does get so upset. But I, you know, I also think it's really important for children to understand that there is a difference between, there's a difference between being a child and being an adult. Mm -hmm. And I also think it's really important for children to understand that, you know, uh, there are uh, appropriate times for children to be awake. And, and, and I love what you said about this is, this is when you produce your growth hormones. That is definitely something that I'm going to tell my little Nicholas. You know, you need to grow. Mummy's done all her growing. And yes. your growing happens during I adult time. <laughs> Coincidentally. Um, no, I, I actually think that's brilliant. Yeah. I think he's going to love that. Give um, it a go. Yeah, it. give it a go. And also give the treat system is, is quite handy. You know, we collect points for prizes. Yeah. So Harry's got his eye on a backpack that he wants for school. Amazing. And if he goes to sleep, when I tell him to go to sleep, then he'll get that backpack. If he doesn't, oh then he my gosh, yeah, yeah. he really wants the Lego Overlord. So then, We're going to start earning yeah, points for that. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I have everything you're doing. Yeah. Where I pay them, 5p. Uh, so I looked up the average uh, pocket money in the country for a 10 year old, it's about £9 a week. And, oh, uh, a week? That's a lot. Yes. That's a lot. So I said wow. to them, I said, okay, we're going to do a chores chart where you get up to two pounds a day if you're really good. That's 14 pounds a week mm-hmm. because you're with dad the other week. So kind of mm-hmm. even that. So you do a week on, week off. Yeah. So, and um, if if you tick all the boxes, you get up to 14 pounds. Okay. Wow. And you have big minuses. Like you lose a jumper, you lose everything. <gasps> like if you break things in the house lost unlimited from your pocket money and you can have bonuses like carry the the shopping for me and, and guess what they work so hard in that house they clean they make their bed this is amazing, it's, amazing. Yeah, that... it's much cheaper than a cleaner could you could you could you can you send me a picture of that chart because i think that sounds absolutely incredible i i was actually thinking and i will do it now that you say that i was yes. thinking of uploading it on my website of course you must people. you should it's re- all these little tips it's, and tricks are so, so helpful yeah so we have all these things and they love taking things in the evening and the reason why they love this is because they feel needed mm. otherwise when we do everything for them when Children, they don't. That's why they love going with us. They I, like I to feel needed. Yeah. A really good tip for parents. I don't know if you have problems with the iPad, but our iPads are off limits Monday to Friday, so they know that they don't have any iPad screen time between Monday and Friday at all. And um, we've developed other little things that we will do as an alternative once the piles of homework have been completed. Whether it's building a fort or building something together or baking, and actually Finn always likes getting involved in eating meals because he yes, likes to that. feel that he's in control of some aspect of our family life um, and part of it and really contributing. Um, but I just think the, the screen time is a big thing. It's, it makes children much more easy to deal with. I don't know about yours, but mine goes nuts when they've had too much iPad. Mine too, my youngest. Oh my God. Yeah, and it becomes an obsession. So that's cut out, so they know that. And then we have, we also, there's a thing that you can join online, and I'll put it, um, I'll bring the information next time. It's gift cards for screen time. So they can earn a five hour token a week. Um, broken down in minutes. Oh, I love that. So um, you can you can give them ten minutes screen time on the TV. This is not on the iPad. Amazing. Or whatever. So they can earn their cards and they keep them in their room in an envelope. And Isn't then that they amazing? Give to you at the end of the week. If amazing. you don't want to give them money, which frankly I don't have. I think that's well. absolutely amazing. <laughs> the thing is, unfortunately, now our time is up for today. And and Yelda, I mean, I still have like fifteen thousand questions I want to ask you. Well, we'll definitely be having you back. Can Yelda. we please we have you back you. very soon? You are amazing. You're so inspiring. I mean, it's remarkable. Um, and and obviously, our listeners adore everything about you. So, you guys out there, if you have any questions for Yelda, any anything that you want to know from Yelda, please do direct message Sophie and I or Yalda for that uh, for that matter. Um, um, eat burn sleep on Instagram. Her Instagram is eat burn sleep. Um, and, and thank you so much for coming for today, us. honey. Thank so good, good to see you. Your knowledge. And thank, thank you everybody you. out there for listening in. And we can't wait to come back with another new topic next week. Please tune
Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.